Hello, my name is Mike Bounding. I'm the chairman of the Greene County Commissioners, and today I'm joined with my fellow commissioners, Betsy McClure and Blair Zimmerman. And we want to welcome you to the first County Conversations. We are ecstatic to be bringing this podcast to Greene County residents. On County Conversations, we will be giving you direct access to events happening in Greene County throughout the past and upcoming events in the months ahead, as well as discussing important information from the commissioners that all residents should know. First up, I would like to share with you the upcoming events for the next month. Coming up, we have the EQT Fall Vendor Show on November 13th at the fairgrounds the Fall Craft and Vendor Show on November 20th, and the Greene County Historical Society Christmas Open House on November 27th. At this time, I'd like to transition to Betsy McClure, and she'll fill you in on today's main segment. Hi, I'm Commissioner Betsy McClure. Since today is our first episode of County Conversations, we want to highlight all the fun events that we've had over the summer up till now and give you a look at what we hope to see next summer. We will also discuss some of the bigger projects we have going on currently in the county, and we hope you will share your thoughts on the events from this summer and what you would like to see next summer by emailing or contacting us through social media. We will also discuss some of the bigger projects we have going on currently in the county. An event that we had this year was the Green County Fair. The Green County Fair was very well attended this year following COVID last year, and we also were awarded the event of the year by the Greene County Tourism. The Greene County Country Fest, first time ever where we brought some local country artists in to perform, and I believe next year we're looking to make it even a bigger event. Wild in Green Traveling Zoo was an event that was sponsored by the Greene County Human Services, and this was well attended by our children in the community. It was a great educational opportunity where there were animals that were uh, shown that were some of them very exotic animals, and I think the children had a great time. High Point Raceway Trails. This is in our Mount Morris area, and of course this is motocross. Uh, everybody likes events that make noise and move fast. And next year, we look to have, in the spring, an outdoor event coupled with this event. So we're looking forward to that. The Balloon Festival, first ever in Greene County, where we had uh, a couple weekends ago, seven balloons brought in that lit up the Greene County Airport. Over that weekend, we probably brought 1,000 people into the area. And something that is very interesting is that uh, we've done a study showing that in a 60-mile radius of Greene County, we have the opportunity to bring uh, a million people to our area. And this event, the Balloon Festival, uh, is really a destination type of an event. So we had over 1,000 people coming to Greene County that weekend. That was pretty exciting. Touch a Truck was held at the Baptist Church and was just a huge event this year, all the way from the police cars to big drilling rigs brought in. Uh, they had a, a little, um, the airport brought up the uh, mobile airplane that looks like a little train, and the kids were riding in that. Uh, it was extremely well attended, and I really think that uh, it really gives kids a look at sitting in vehicles or airplanes or uh, fire trucks that they see and would normally never have a chance to touch them. So it was pretty exciting. 
and the fishing frenzy. The fishing frenzy, this, this is the second year for this event. Uh, it is held by uh, Green County Parks and Recreation, and it's where they, at the very last thing they do with the pool before winterizing it is they bring in trout and they allow children, I believe it's from 13 or 14 down to, to very small children, to fish and catch a fish and be able to touch that fish. And it was pretty exciting. I did attend that event and um, was very nice. I'd like to now introduce Commissioner Blair Zimmerman, who would like to come in and discuss some other events. So hi, I'm Commissioner Blair Zimmerman, and I'm going to introduce two more events that we had through the summer. Uh, one of them I'm very familiar with, as several years ago, I was mayor of Waynesburg, and that's Rain Day. And it's probably the most, I guess, well-known event in uh, in the region, and, and actually nationally. Uh, this year, because of COVID, the state had not, uh, you know, permitted closing uh, High Street. And we had it at Waynesburg Commons, or as we know, the parks. And it was it was a great event. Um, I was a little hesitant because you know we had had it forever on High Street, but uh, it was just it was a perfect venue. Uh, the trees, the shade, uh, even the storm that we had, uh, the trees protected some of the vendors from from the rain and the wind. So uh, again, a rain day. Um, everybody here should know, but for you folks that don't, it's. Uh, it's about making a bet that it will rain on July 29th, and, and it's been going on for pushing 150 years. I know it's not quite there, but somewhere around that uh, time. The other event is uh, down in Rice's Landing, and it's a relatively new event, but it's the River Fest. It's uh, held at the Lock Wall down in Rice's Landing. A lot of uh, vendors uh, and a lot of entertainment. They get a lot of good local talent, uh, a lot country, uh, rock, but uh, it's a two-day event, and it's been very successful, and, and uh, it's, it's an exciting event for, for Greene County. Next, I'd like to talk about some new projects that uh, began over the past few months that we know will bring a positive influence on our community, and, and probably the first one, and, and maybe I'm a little more familiar with, is uh, the, the Wise Carver Project. Years ago, um, you know, uh, the Water Authority owned, owns the property, and uh, they were looking at making it a recreation site. Well, make a long story short, it kind of fell through, but uh, with persistent nudging and uh, with my fellow new commissioners, we uh, pushed ahead, got through the DEP permitting, and right now in the process of building three ball fields, softball fields, uh, there'll be a kayak launch, trails, uh, handicap trails. It's, you know, when, when Ryerson first closed, people were looking for another opportunity for recreation, and especially fishermen, and looking for, you know, a spot to go. And that was the initial thought, but now it's going to be a diamond in the rough. There are so many things, archery, there'll be archery, uh, maybe classes, and uh, 3D shooting, um, I say classes because there'll be a range and be instruction up there. Um, drone, possible drone um, recreation. There'll be uh, an amphitheater. It's it's just, it's going to be unlimited. And, and we've not touched on everything that could possibly happen there, but we're excited. And uh, that's probably one of the, the newest things that are in the, in the mix right now. So thank you. Okay. I want to thank uh, Betsy and Blair for bringing our residents and visitors up to date on some of our uh, come upcoming and also previous uh, activities in Greene County. And Blair touched on the Wise Carver project. I want to talk briefly about two other projects that 
have been important to um, to Greene County recently. So everybody recognizes the importance of broadband and the installation and availability of high-speed uh, computer capability, both for businesses, our students, and generally at home with uh, uh, residents. And Greene County has been recognized uh, in the Commonwealth as leading one of the most successful projects over the last 20 months or so in broadband insta installation. And it really started in early 2020. We conducted a feasibility study. And as data was becoming available of those houses and businesses that were underserved or unserved with broadband capability, CARES Act funding came down in the way of COVID relief from the federal and state government. So we were able to invest $1.2 million and an industry partner matched that um, as we developed that plan uh, and the funding became available within a year. We were able to get 8,300 houses and businesses online with gig speed capability. And uh, one of the things you'll recognize in, in applying for grants and their successful completion um, is it kind of builds on itself. And once you have the system in place, the team in place, and the application process kind of nailed down as, as far as the technical aspects, we can move forward with other requests. And as of two weeks ago, we were additionally awarded $2.5 million in Appalachian Regional Commission grants and an industry match of 2.7. So that is well on its underway with the engineering planning and development of, of uh, the next installation of broadband in Greene County. And to follow that up, we have applied for $8 million from a National Telecommunications and Information Administration grant and an industry partner of $6 million uh, match should we be awarded that. Um, and then lastly, the industries had an opportunity in a federal auction for rural digital opportunity funding and specific to Greene County over the next six years, $14 million has been awarded. And um, they're awaiting specific announcements of those areas that will be in, see increased uh, availability of broadband. But the total investment in the future of broadband in Greene County is an estimated $36 million under those programs right now. And we'll, with the uh, opportunity to bring underserved and unserved residents and businesses high-speed broadband, we think that's a real benefit to the county to entice people to stay as well as uh, entice people to move here and businesses to blossom. Um, and the last thing I'd like to talk about briefly is some COVID response. Um, everybody should be aware of CARES Act funding, um, and that was early in the um, financial distress of businesses and the closing and so forth. And, um, and we dispersed CARES Act funding to nonprofits and, and businesses. And the two follow-up programs, which we've successfully implemented, was a financial advance for small business assistance. And we've successfully pushed out $1.2 million of uh, federal and state, federal funding through the state um, to keep businesses open and to retain employees. And the second was this COVID-19 hospitality industry recovery program known as CHIRP. And that was administered by an economic development partner in Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission for us. And that was a $600,000 
push out to local hospitality businesses that had suffered losses during COVID. So nearly $2 million of non-Green County taxpayer funding has been pushed out to the community in businesses and hospitality businesses. And uh, we, we feel we have a great economic development team and the opportunity to help our local businesses. Um, we're quite proud of the um, administration and the application of those processes. So we look forward to continued support for our businesses um, and to keep the doors open to those businesses and local residents employed. I'd like to reintroduce Betsy McClure, and she will do a closeout and summary of the, our first podcast. As commissioners, we are pleased with all of our events over the past few months, and we can't wait to host more fun events in the future. Additionally, we are so excited for the projects that are underway in Greene County. As you can hear from Commissioner Belding, we are on our way to a gig city, as well as from Commissioner Zimmerman about our Wise Carver project that's up and underway currently. And we're excited to see the influence that these, as well as other community events, will have in the future. Looking forward, our podcast will continue to explore past and future Greene County events, but it will also venture into other important elements in our county. Starting with our next episode, we will introduce segments such as tourism updates, economic reports, community development events, small business highlights, and so much more. We are so excited to embark on the podcasting journey with our wonderful residents. And don't forget that we want to hear from you. While you are listening or throughout the next month, be sure to keep in contact with us about any questions that you may have or suggestions for segments that we can discuss in future episodes. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today, and we'll see you again on the next County Conversation. Thank you.